This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. And we're coming to you live for the Bill Fuller Tough Studio. Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And we're on the free Odyssey app. Good Tuesday morning. You got teased a little more yesterday. If you're a Jets fan, with a Trey Wingo tweet saying that it was done and time is a flat circle and everything that happened with that. And then other people picked it up and put it out there. And Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson started celebrating along with Brees Hall. But still nothing was confirmed with Aaron Rodgers. Adam Schefter said that it was moving towards... A conclusion, and the Jets were still positive, and all these words we had heard for a couple of days now, but nothing is official yet. And it may even take to the end of the week, because there are stories out there that have been written about Aaron Rodgers' bonus that kicks in March 17th, and if he gets traded before that, which is Friday, then the Jets get screwed with the cap, but if it happens after March 17th, they can spread it out, so maybe that's what they're waiting for. I don't know! But at this point, we're not going to find out before 10 o'clock this morning because Aaron Rodgers is on the West Coast. So it's 3 a.m. right now out there, and we're not going to find out by 10 o'clock because then it'll be 7 o'clock out there. So it's going to be another day of speculation, and we're not going to continue it for too long today until we hear something else. However, the Giants got involved in a big way yesterday and cleaned up and grabbed one of the best linebackers on the market from the Indianapolis Colts, Bobby Okereke, who is really going to be one of their better linebackers if everything works out the way the Giants want it to. Sam Darnold moved, Jimmy Garoppolo moved. There was a flurry of free agent activity. The NFL is back, baby. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, I'm sure I'm a little late. You know, I, I go back to get you know, coffee, right? Yeah. And uh, your boy Spike is coming out of the commissary back there. Yeah. So I figured, okay, I'm going to get back there. There's going to be some fresh coffee made. No, no, he doesn't do anything. He, he just goes back there, and I guess he's drinking the old coffee. Okay. I don't even know if he drinks coffee. but Not you, that old. Al makes it in the morning. Yeah, but it, no, this is this was yeah. red lights, and you didn't make it this morning. Yeah, here's the problem. Normally, I make it every morning at 5 o'clock. I went back there. It was already fully made. So somebody else threw off the whole system today. Right, so somebody threw off the whole system. 
And then I go back there, and the, and the red lights are blinking, which yeah. means you got to change it, or it's out. Sure. And I went to go. I was going to just take the old coffee, but uh, it was out. Mm. So somebody's drinking a lot of coffee around here. And Spike didn't do his job. Like, he didn't pick up his end of the responsibility of just making a coffee. It's not hard. It just took me about an extra minute 30 to make the coffee, that's all. <laughs> okay. I mean, so I'm sorry I'm a little late. No, that's I mean. fine. Did, did it cross your mind to say, hey... Uh, come in here, start the show on time, and then send somebody back to make the coffee? I was already committed. I was already oh. over there. Oh, all right. I so got once you. I'm over there, I'm, I'm committed. I can't come running back and be like 30. I, I'm so, I, look, I'm apologizing. No, it's okay. Right? It's I'm all right. No, it's fine. No, it's totally but fine. I, but totally I, fine. I, I apologize to you, but I made everybody else in the building around here happy because now there's fresh coffee, fresh, fresh coffee. Dunkin' coffee back there. So. Right, absolutely. There you go. Anyway, so, yeah. The, 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 uh, <laughs> you know, you know it kind of makes I've been telling you for two weeks that Aaron Rodgers is coming, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Rogers is coming. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is coming. Right. And uh, for two weeks, uh, everybody's been, you know, sitting on pins and needles and everybody's wondering when the big decision is going to come and all this other stuff. You know, I, I, I've also been saying that there are some contractual situations that have to get taken care of. The money has to be made right. Uh, the reason they brought the cap guy out to see Aaron was because, you know, they got to make sure the contract, he understands the contract, how the money's going to be paid, whether or not they're going to add voidable years. The contract has to kind of be rewritten in a way that we probably have never, ever seen before in the NFL because of the guarantees that are tied to it. So it's not just a, it, it and, and I think Dan Campbell said it best. I'm so sick and tired of talking about, uh, you know, um, uh, Dan from Carteret, when I say this, uh, I'm so sick and tired of talking about Aaron Rodgers and telling you that he's coming. And then, of course, you know, Trey Wingo puts out a tweet yesterday. Dove Kleiman puts out a tweet yesterday. And everybody goes freaking out because, oh, yo, now, now he's coming. I said, I'm telling you, he's been coming for two weeks. I've been <laughs> well, telling you, he's coming for two weeks. Yeah, but I have my I have my jersey ready to go. <laughs> I just don't know what number he's selecting. That's but, the only thing I don't know right now. Well, what I think it's being perceived as, at least as I've listened to all, everything you've said, oh, of Trey, course. Like Trey Wingo is reporting that well, Rodgers has been traded to the Jets. Nobody else has confirmed this report. Well, I've been saying it for two weeks and nobody else has confirmed it either. But I just, when it happens, are you, are you going to say, okay, as reported by Boomer two weeks ago? I, I don't know what people are going to say. I just think that it, it maybe it feels like because we give a lot of opinions here that this yes. is your, your, you know, presenting this as an opinion, not a fact. You understand what I'm saying? Like maybe that's why it's perceived that way. Whereas like if you had put it out in a tweet, Aaron Rodgers is going to be here. Let me ask you a question. Then I mean, it would have been taken as fact. I could put it out as a tweet, yeah. right? But I'd much rather put it out as a radio talk show host on the show no, that I'm, I do with you guys. Of course, but... Well, how come when I say something on WEEI, <laughs> it gets blasted all over the place? Well, I feel like because we've been going back and forth, you're like, I really think he's going to be here. He's going to be here. Like, I think that's more like, it feels like your opinion as opposed uh, to you stay. I'm just trying to give you a reason for okay, it. Okay, that's fine. But if you had come out and said, it's a done deal, 100%, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. What does fait accompli mean? And I know what that's... What does fait mean? Yeah, that means that it's done. Yeah. I don't know how many times I have to say it. All right, so, well, let me ask these guys. Would you have listened to Boomer talk about this? Do you feel like he's reporting it as fact or his opinion is that he's going to be here? I feel it's as fact now. Okay, as fact now. Okay, so then why doesn't anybody write about it then? Because it, you got to tweet it. <laughs> or it doesn't count. Oh, right. it doesn't count. Because then it's in writing. I, I don't know. I, oh, I'd, I'd much rather speak it 
So you hear it from me. That's, well, then, that's all I can say. So I look. I'm I'm so sick and tired of talking about it. You know that that it, it's you know you have Jimmy Garoppolo going to Vegas. You know you have quarterback Derek Carr went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woody Johnson and and Jaime and Christopher and Joe and Robert and Nathaniel all flew out to go sit down and speak with Aaron Rodgers to make sure everybody's on the same page. Yeah, I I don't know what else to tell you. You're still, I, what are you talking to me for? I mean, I know, I, 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 know, I know. But listen. here's the thing: every other person that's out there, other than Trey Wingo and you and whoever, like, I, this, don't if you f- ask me to two guys, you know, Ian Rappaport, maybe Tom Palacero, and Adam, Adam Schefter, those three guys, I understand. They, they, they are. They lead the league. Even Jonathan Jones for us at CBS. Those four guys, I trust when they put something out that they are legit and they are ahead of it. I, I understand that, and they have not confirmed any of this stuff i do believe 100 percent that the jets have gone dark i do believe that aaron Rodgers, with the exception running into brandon marshall has gone dark Mm -hmm. uh other than mark murphy having an awkward interview at some high school girls basketball game yeah the green bay packers have gone dark so all three entities have basically said nothing and everything else out there except for those of us who do have intimate knowledge on things i feel like have been open about what's going on. And, you know, I I don't know why the Jets and the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, all three entities, can't just come out and say, you know, the deal is consummated and it will be signed on such and such a day so Aaron can get paid. Okay, so the people who are reporting out there, many of them, that Aaron Rodgers still hasn't made a decision and the Jets don't know and the Packers don't know what he's doing because that happened all day yesterday. Even Connor Hughes has been covering the Jets and he works for SNY. Put that out like five hours ago that he still hasn't made a decision. You're telling me that all that stuff is false. I'm just telling you everything as far as the trade compensation, the, the contract. And everything else that Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback of the Jets. I, you know, so, wait, wait, but it's a direct question I asked you. You're telling me that the people who are saying that Aaron Rodgers haven't made a decision, you believe that that's false? I, I don't believe. I don't believe. I don't know where Connor Hughes gets his. I, I don't want to undercut. I'm not here to undercut those guys. I'm not here to argue. Yeah, but this about is those why guys. it's confusing to everybody I I, else. I, I, all I can do is tell you what I know. Has he made a decision to come here or not? He's coming here. But you're not answering that question. Has he made the decision? I. I because a lot of people are saying he hasn't. So if you're telling me that Aaron Rodgers has made his decision and he wants to be a New York Jet and he just hasn't told anybody yet, then that's one thing because everybody else is saying, yeah, the deal is done. All he has to do is make a decision. You know, the thing about it is is that, you know, he's going to be 40 years old. He's got at least two or three more years of quality quarterbacking, you know, in his back pocket if he wants it. And a, a ton, a ton of money. And you just don't turn that stuff away. You just don't turn that down. He has a chance at legacy. He's got a chance at doing something that, you know, no other quarterback that in my, maybe Vinny Testaverde is the only other one that came here and had legitimate, like, uh, whether it be a free agent or a trade, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to do it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, has the, the ability to do something really special with a very good young football team. And I think a team that is trending in the right direction. That I'm, I'm just telling you, I, I know that, all the other insiders are saying that they're not sure yet. I'm telling you, I am I I am ninety nine point nine percent sure he's okay. coming. And I and I, I believe you. I don't wanna make it seem like I don't believe you. I do believe you. I just wanna know why everybody is still saying that Aaron Rodgers hasn't made a decision. 
I mean, that's the thing that, and, and Jet fans who are waiting for this and want Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, that's the thing that's scaring them. Because yeah, he's yeah. such a wild card. Let, let me ask you one other question, okay? Yeah. Yep. Given all that has gone on over the last two weeks, all the things that have happened with all the other players in the NFL, what's the alternative? Yeah, it's going to be terrible. Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> um, I mean, it's going to be awful. Yeah, I know. I know it's going to be awful. Mike White's gone. Yeah. How, I mean, about, how about that contract that Mike White? Yeah, I love that. Now I don't him. know how much guaranteed money I have to look at it, but man, it's two years, sixteen million. Yeah, eight million a year. God bless you, Mike White. Yeah, why not? Uh, I'm so happy for that kid. Yeah, I mean, because you know he took a pounding and. He wrote a really nice note to Jet fans and everything else, and, and, and doesn't surprise you, right? No, no, not at all. He was a great kid, and he was he's from down there, and he's going back home, and all that stuff. So, hey, good for him, man. And he may end up playing for the Dolphins. Yeah. So he, Tua gets hurt, he gets hurt, and then they call Tom Brady. I mean, that, <laughs> you know, that's probably one of the best backup jobs right now in the NFL. If you want to play, well, yeah, of, well, of course. Well, and the best backup job is a, a job where you're getting paid and you don't have to play. Yeah, but I think the, these guys want to play, though. I mean, Mike White probably wants to play, and he has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on that and team. He's got Mike so. McDaniel, and he's got Mike McDaniel. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. I mean, listen, I, I it, could it be something with the contract? Because yes. I have seen yes. a couple of different yes. things about how. So, I'm going to read you something here. I know. I just just so you know, I've been telling you that this contract situation. I know what you've been with saying. Him has, is very complicated. Right. So let's. Right, so let's talk about why it's complicated. So just because, you know, so apparently he's got this $58.3 million option bonus. Guaranteed. Bonus that's guaranteed that can be paid to him anytime from March 17th to the beginning of the season. Right. March 17th is Friday. And the key thing about that option bonus is that it has to remain a bonus in order to have a minimal effect on the salary cap. So some people have surmised that the trade really can't happen for the Jets to have the maximum relief with the cap and Aaron Rodgers to get all his money until then, until March 17th. It's, it's a very complicated situation. That could be. Um, we're not saying that is yeah, but the that thing holding could, it up. Yes. But it could be the thing that's but, holding but, but, it up. But I have told you that his contract is very, very yeah. Unique. It's yeah, a very yeah. unique thing. Now, I don't know. If he goes on uh, Pat McAfee today and he, he announces, I'm going to the gym. Maybe is he 100% going on the show today? I, that, That's I, another I, thing I don't again, know. Again, I can't. Because some people, he's going to be on today. He's not going to be on today. Pat McAfee says we haven't talked to him. We don't know what's going on. I don't even know if he's going to be on. Yeah, I have uh, I have no idea. That I don't know. <sighs> that I don't know. I just, if this were any other player in the NFL, yeah. I wouldn't be worried about him coming. Yeah, I know, because he's, he's, he's aloof, and he's out there, and he's a different sort of cat. I get it, but I'm just telling you, he is not leaving the NFL just yet. Yeah, because the, right now, so the alternative for the Jets is they're terrible alternatives. Aaron Rodgers didn't come here, and, and I don't think that Aaron Rodgers has an alternative. I don't think there's another team right. out there that... That is going to deal with it. I thought one of the interesting signings that I'm happy for him because if he can't make it there, then I think he's done. Is what uh, is going on with Sam Darnold? Yeah, you know, to the going out to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's great. I, I think Trey Lance is going to be 100 percent healthy when the uh, when the season starts. I don't know about Brock Purdy, of course, but there is a very good chance. And sportsman, a little sportsman coming Woo-hoo! up. But it, it's kind of interesting that two third overall picks in the draft, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, could be packing up Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just goes to show you how 
off and how wrong you could be about a player. But sometimes it's not really the player. It, it's really yeah. the environment that the player is drafted in. I mean, Sam Darnold, if healthy, and we saw him play pretty well at times last year with the Carolina Panthers. But if he's out there with that 49ers offense... I, mean, I would love to see him on the field with the 49ers. Yeah, I, mean, I don't it, know if we'll see that, but... It's a strong possibility. You know, the, the amazing thing is, is that what Daniel Jones has done here with the New York Giants is nothing short of a miracle. I mean, he's gone through three head coaches, I think four offensive coordinators, yeah, and somehow came out of the back end of this with this, this contract extension, which is a real testament to him because he never, ever wavered. You know, and he got injured, you know, in Joe Judge's last year here, and that was a mess and we didn't know whether or not that was going to be career ending. And we knew it was in the neck area and all that other stuff. And he then comes back with Brian Dayball and does this and gets this huge contract. You know, I love the fact that guys like these get contracts. I mean, I, sometimes they're a little bit more than I would have expected. But I, I think it's good for Sam Darnold to go to San Francisco. I think it's great that, um, you know, that Daniel Jones fought through all of this crap for four years. Yeah. And came out the other side of it, you know, with a big new contract. Love the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, reuniting with uh, uh, with uh, McDaniel's, Josh yep. McDaniel's. Mm-hmm. I think that is good. I think it's great for him. Look at the money he signed for. And then take a look at the free agent frenzy yeah. and the list of players. I told you McClinchy was going to go quickly. And he did to the Denver Broncos. And you see that Sean Payton's not messing around there. How about how about Javon Hargrave? Philadelphia's lost a ton of guys, Giant fans. Yeah, they have. <laughs> they have lost, and they still have to sign Jalen Hurts to a huge, massive contract. But you got to love the 49ers going after Hargrave and giving him a four-year, $84 million uh, deal. He's a defensive tackle that played for Philadelphia. Now it's going to be on that defensive line of San Francisco where they have to give a new contract to Nick Bosa. That's why they would not never be, they're not going to be in on any high price quarterback at the moment. Right. And Tremaine Edmonds, a linebacker from Buffalo, ends up going to Chicago for a huge deal of four years, 72 million, over 50 million guaranteed. Another, another good signing was uh, Kansas City signing the tackle, Juwan Taylor, four years, 80 million. You know, they they can run anybody out there with Patrick Mahomes. And, and Juwan's a good player. Well, he's been a right tackle, and apparently they're going to move him to left tackle. Yeah, Orlando Brown's a great player. Yeah. You know, he, I'm surprised he hasn't signed yet, but I don't know if Kansas City just told him, look, we want to resign you. We just got to wait and see what's going on. I'm not really sure what's happening there. I thought he would be off the board by now. But it's, uh, it was, it was a frenzy yesterday and as we expected. And, uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings, and I know, I don't know if you care about this or not, probably not. A lot, you lost a lot of your crappy defensive players. Yeah. Well, they're just, they're basically cleaning house at this point. So they got to get rid of a lot of guys. And even on offense too, it's happening. And they might even trade Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison's going to go. Adam Are we looking at a team that's gone. tanking? Uh, if they get rid of Kirk Cousins, yes. I mean, so that, if, if a team, like, let's say it's, it's not going to happen, but if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come to the Jets, I could see the Jets, like, reaching out to the Vikings and saying, hey, what can we do to go get Kirk Cousins at this point? But if they trade a Kirk Cousins, I would say tanking for sure for Caleb Williams. But as long as Cousins and Jefferson are there, it's going to be hard to tank. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Really nasty weather around the tri-state area with this nor'easter. I actually got up an hour earlier today because I didn't want to deal with flood waters like I did that one day. And then when I drove in, it was just misty. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I could have slept Still another disgusting. hour. No, it was. It was it was tough. And it's gonna be snowing on the way home when I'm driving home. Not for you guys, I don't think, but but for me, so uh the in like a lion thing is still happening with March. March sucks. It does. It's it horrible. used to be fun. I, it it may fun. it may be now. Jerry, it's not. It's not. It, it's you're just getting older, and you get more annoyed as you get no. older. That's no, no, none of the seasons have changed. Yes, without a doubt. Used to be there. Used to be hope in March that the spring was here. You'd see a daffodil occasionally. Listen, when we go to all electric for everything, it's all going to come back. So don't worry about it. <laughs> sure, uh, but yeah, October and November are warmer, and March and April are colder. That's just the way it's been. Yes, I gotta say, uh, October on the east end of Long Island may be the best month. Out right, there. it is awesome. It used to be chilly in October. Yeah, so you get a bad month of March, now. you get a great month of October. Yeah, I think I would. I don't know what I'd I'll rather. take the October month. I'll take it. Right yeah, now, yeah. you know, we're just kind of fighting through. Baseball really hasn't started. You know, get all this world baseball classic nonsense going on and perfect game spring last training. Night. Yeah, I know spring training and all this other crap going on. Hey, you know what? It's not really started yet. So why don't we just dig in, go to work, talk about. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, for, uh, for the nine thousand times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My God. So, if we were drafting months, who would be the last month picked? March. Oh no, February. February. Yeah. I still Super Bowls February. in February. See, don't now, care. I still think February's, you know, obviously a very significant part of uh, winter. And you know, if you live here, you'd like to get some snow, but we haven't got February. Snow. Also shorter than all the other months. Maybe January. Are we talking weather or are we talking sports? We're, no, talking, we're talking everything. everything. We're talking taking it all Every, into everything into account. Who's we, the we, last we, pick? We love November and December. I do Everybody's like November got and the, December. The juice right. for November and December. Everybody's right. got that. I'm going to say January. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, January 2nd is generally like the worst day of the year for yeah. me. Because it's like you got the whole winter ahead of you. All yes. the holidays are over. That just sucks that day. It's yeah, freezing right cold. In the middle of football yeah, January's season. 12 out of 12. You're right in the middle of football season. Yeah. To oh, me, it's... It's you either a sports talk show. It's either I, I like the weather. It's either January or March for me because February I've got a lot of stuff. So my daughter's birthday's in there. We actually have fun in February. My dad's birthday's in there. Yeah. We actually have a lot of things in February. So me personally, I would put January or March worse than February. Number one overall pick for me, July. July. Number no, one best overall number, pick. Number yeah, twelve for me is 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 March. Okay, number it's twelve. Tw- number twelve for me is March, but we work. And there's a lot of things going on in March. There's sure. March Madness. There's yeah. NFL free agency. Baseball's getting ready to start. Yeah, yeah. We got hockey playoffs coming. We got NBA playoffs coming. Come on. I mean, it, there's a lot of things of going on. Of course there is. Yeah. So right. from that standpoint, it's nice to be able to work when it's crappy outside. Sure. Right. I might take September as my number one month. Really? Because I think it's the best weather month we have now. And the start of the NFL season, 
baseball pennant races. I think September would be my first month. Yeah, September's a top four for me. Yeah. But it's it's I think it's July, June, August, September. That's where I would go. October's right in there, Briggs. And October's right after that. Hey, uh, yeah. Al, what's your number one month? I'm going to go July as well. July, Eddie? I'm going to go December. December. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Jerry, your number one month? September. September. I'm a- September, July, October. I'm going to go August. 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 All right. All right. Very good. Right before football season starts. Got yeah, some time I'm, off. I'm on golf. vacation. Yeah, I'm yeah, playing yeah. golf. I'm, you know, my, right. my handicap is more reflective of my game at that point in time. As opposed <laughs> to going to the DR with guys in, with inflated handicaps. Sure. Losing money. Guys supposed to be gentlemen. Members of Wingfoot. Sleepy Hollow. Mikey K just taking money right out of my pocket mm-hmm. and feeling really good about it and and just talking trash into my face. It's still not over that. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to beat him down this summer. He has no idea. All right, Jerry, what's going on over there? Not much. We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and brought to you by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games on your... I'm going to play this. I only play this. Not be, I, I'm not even sure who the um, the NFL guest is. But I found it interesting that Rich Eisen would would respond this way, being he's such a face of the NFL. And I love Rich Eisen. I think he's great. Why was he but complaining yesterday, then? I didn't say he's complaining. I said, oh, I'm, yesterday I want to play the reaction. Complaining. He had to do a radio show, and then he had to do three hours of TV. You know, I mean, it's NFL free agency, man. you got to be jacked up and let's go. Was he complaining? I didn't he complained know. a little bit like he was working a long day. You know, that hmm. kind of thing. Well, felt so that way. whoever the guest was was making the case, what if? Uh oh! Now, now you got to bring this to the forefront. Yes, but uh, but again, I'm I'm playing it not for that. I'm playing it more for the reaction. Like you do represent the league in a way, right? So this was uh, this was Eisen, the question and the reaction. If it doesn't happen, and this is obviously about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. If it doesn't happen, mm. if the dream doesn't oh. come true for New York fans, Ryan Tannehill. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know he's a diehard Jet fan. I understand. Right. I mean, he just made it seem like, ooh. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> two, well. two, two of the most, I'm going to say notable, but I would say national broadcasters who are Jet fans, Rich Eisen and yeah. Mike Greenberg from That's ESPN. Right. ESPN. Mm-hmm. And they all carry that same negative tone <laughs> like that Joe B has here. Of course. I and mean, Evan has. Yep, and anybody who's how a Jet not? fan has. I know, it's just amazing how like they're all in concert with one another to like... Because they've been totally beaten miserable. over the head for decades. Yeah, I know, I know. The only positive Jet fan that I know is Sean Winters. He's the only yeah. positive one that I know. Well, Patrick's that way. Patrick, too, I guess, yeah. Sean and Patrick. The, the, the Winters family in general is that way. Sure. That they just... They, they love their team. They love it. If they lose, they still have a smile on their face. They just enjoy being there. All well, listen up to the station, too. I rent Staten Island. Yeah. He used to have fights with Joe. <laughs> I know, but I think he's even beaten down Maybe. at this point. Maybe. So he's going to all those road games. Oh, for sure. Crap kicked out of him, and he's flying all over the country. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking about this right now. That the Jets have the offensive and defensive rookie of the years. They have all this young talent in that locker room. Oh my God! You, you need you a quarterback. Add, you add Aaron Rodgers into that locker room. That's gonna be that's gonna be like a fire starter. Or Ryan Tannehill. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. The Giants did get themselves Colts linebacker Bobby Okereke. Uh, four years, $40 million there, $22 million guaranteed. And defensive lineman Rakeem Nunez-Roaches on a three-year deal. Tremaine Edmonds goes to the Bears. He got four years, $72 million. And Jimmy G goes to the Raiders. Javon Hargrave, I think you mentioned this before, goes to San Francisco from Philadelphia. So a lot going on. Jason Kelsey, by the way, mm. is staying. And I'll have some audio from that coming up next hour. And uh, you guys mentioned Sam Darnold to San Francisco as well. Just some of the uh, very the active the Bengals are uh, losing Remember their safety. That's right, Jesse, Jesse Bates. Bates. That's right. Uh, Von Bell, did he sign with somebody too, I think? Yes, and I forget where. So they he did go safeties. somewhere. He, uh, yes, Von Bell I mean, Bell you can't keep somewhere. everybody. That's the point. That's right. Yep. Especially you to the Panthers? Thank you. There you go. Von Bell to the Panthers. Right, right. And Frank. Um, NBA. Knicks and Nets were both off yesterday. You've got the Knicks in Portland tonight. The Nets at Oklahoma City. We'll have it on the fan at 745. The Grizzlies played the Mavericks last night. Memphis won 104-88. John Morant didn't play. He has entered a counseling program. Quite the um, interesting photos surfaced of him at the strip club over the weekend. Yes, the New York Post was able to obtain those. Yeah. And it was the uh, ground, the floor was covered uh, in money. Yeah, cash. And his midsection was covered with the woman. That is correct. <laughs> you know, it just he just needs somebody to sit him down. And obviously, it seems like after all these altercations over the last six to eight months, that somebody's finally got to him. Yes. And made him realize that, look, man, you, your future is so so high. Because mm-hmm. you can do anything you want on the basketball court. Yeah. You just got to calm it down off off the court and, and somehow, some way, resist the urge to do the things that you've been doing. What was the name of that place? Shotgun Willies, I think. Yeah, was Shotgun Willies. Yeah. I think Shotgun Willies is in trouble here because Shotgun Willies, anybody who goes there in that room now is going to think that their picture can be blasted all over the place. Because if you have a leak like that yeah. with, with a celebrity... Uh, no one's going to go there. Now, who took that photograph? Well, I think it was, it's from it security video. footage. Security video. Well, how the hell does that get out? Well, they got to have security footage. Somebody they leaked it to the but, post. The post probably called, said, I'll give you $60,000 for this picture or something ridiculous. And someone that, did it. That's how TMZ gets their stuff. Yes, they pay. They for pay. It. Yeah. You know, they, they actually um, interviewed the owner of Shotgun Willies. It's a woman. Okay. And she said that John Morant's been in here before and he's a gentleman. Like, he treats the women. I mean, this is like. All right, we're in a different world now, okay? I'm just telling you what right, she yeah, Put said. your strip club hat on. Put your strip club hat on, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, that he's not like other Bronco players that have come in there okay. and thrown quarters at the women. Yeah, okay. Well, he's I mean, throwing hundreds at them. He's been, he's been very kind and very gentle and he and just goes about his business and doesn't create any problems. But they were worried when he did brandish the gun and that uh, even though the, the police out there said they can't charge him with anything. Sure. But everybody in there knew that he, well, other women in there supposedly knew that he had a gun and brandished it and were very uncomfortable with it. Yes. No timetable for his return. Mm. Meantime, you know who didn't play for the Mavericks? <laughs> Kyrie Both Irving. Luka yeah. Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie had a sore foot. Doncic with a calf strain. Uh, Bucks Load management? I not, guess, not for both of them. I don't they, know. I don't think they'd have both of them sit the same night. I don't know. 
Uh, I do know the Bucks went into Sacramento and beat the Kings. Giannis has it on the right wing. 5.20 to go in the fourth. Bucks by one with the basketball. Giannis being hounded on the outside by Lyles. He attacks. Couple long strides to the cup. He uses the right hand with a beautiful finger roll. He's got 42. And he finished with 46. Bucks radio with the call. They win 133-124. But in the final seconds of this game, they ain't getting a bit chippy. Lopez might just take everybody right over the scores. Wow. Look at his eyes eyes right there. Um, um, Yeah. I love Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love him. That is the angriest I've ever seen that guy. Don't be messing with my meal ticket, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's right. That's what he's doing. He's doing to Matt Martin right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great comparison. He was pissed. And Mike Brown, King's head coach, says don't mess with us either. I don't know what happened, but so we ain't taking no shit from nobody. Oh, I like Trust it. me on that. All right. Well, fair this is the team that beat the Knicks the other night. Yeah, well, they've had a good season. Rockets beat the Celtics. Go figure. 111-109. That's huh. just the Rockets' 16th win of the season. They're 16-52. and 52. Jalen Green had 28. First four of the NCAA tournament opens tonight in Dayton. You got Southeast Missouri State and Texas A&M Corpus Christi, followed by Pitt and Mississippi State. You got the NIT with Rutgers playing Hofstra tonight. Uh, that's on WCBS 880 at 7 p.m. Nor'easter, no going. Ray, you're not going to go. No. Oh, it's rain. Come on. No, and everything else. And just, everything so you're not going? No, no, no. I'm not going to end up going. Plus, okay. I'm, I'm leaving at the end of the week. I don't want to leave my family another night. It's just, you know, the whole thing. I understand. Yell at Vanderbilt. Seton Hall, late game at Colorado, 11 p.m. our time. <laughs> that's tough for a Seton Hall fan to stay up and watch that. Spring baseball. Mets beat the Marlins 9-3. to uh, Adam Shine does a local radio show, as we know. He had Gary Cohen on his program. He has a local radio show? Oh, he's national. A I guess Na- a national. 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 Okay, national. Yeah. I'm just going to... This is how Marco's put this in the system, and then I'll play it. And you tell me if Marco oversold it or not. He put it in the system as Adam Shine slurps Gary Cohen. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Gary, you are the best. It is just absolutely a treat. It's a sign of spring and summer when I'm listening to you and Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling doing the Mets games on SNY. The best booth in the business to me in the history of, of sports. I, I mean that. I said history it before, of sports? It's a joyride for nine innings. I love listening. I love watching. Oh, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. A little, a little Was that a slurp job? Yes, <laughs> 100% talking back. He was still going. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right, yeah, listen, I just want to go through all of this. We're going to take a couple of minutes. So I didn't really even like life or baseball or anything until I heard your voice the first time. And then I fell in love with it all. And if it was okay to reach through the phone and lick your face, I'd lick your face. I'd lick it up and down. And then I'd move down your neck and suddenly kiss your neck and you're licking. <laughs> That's just what I would do. You're the greatest of all time. And when you pass away, there'll be a void left in the entire world. <laughs> hey, so what do you think about Ronnie Mauricio? You gonna make the team? <laughs> oh man, was oh my man, Adam. Mets take on oh. the Nationals today. Yankees shut out by the Twins, one nothing. They play the Blue Jays uh, later tonight. Former Yankee Joe Pepitone passed away. Yeah. He was eighty-two years old, three-time All-Star. WBC, the U.S. over Canada, easy, twelve to one. Trey Turner and Mike Trout hit home runs in this game. 
Uh, Puerto Rico shut out Israel 10-0. Edwin Diaz threw the seventh inning of an eight-inning perfect game. I guess there's the mercy rule there. Um, you also had Francisco Lindor with a bases-clearing triple. NHL tonight, all three locals back on the ice. Rangers, Capitals, Devils, Lightning, and the Islanders on the road in Los Angeles against the Kings. You no, know, it's time for the Rangers to stand up against this, this damn Capitals team. Stand tall. Try to lay the hammer down tonight. There you go. Must win Tuesday? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you asked me. I caught you in the mid slump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, man. I'm Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Saw this story yesterday, and it was definitely troublesome for me because of what we do, and that is Syracuse radio host, the ESPN radio Syracuse personality, Brent Axe, who I've actually met when I was uh, up there doing a pit football game in Syracuse, and he set me up at the radio station, and he was nice to me in those interactions, and I've stayed in contact with him a little bit over the years. He was fired solely on the fact, according to his employer, that he was too negative in his coverage of Syracuse, the Syracuse athletics, especially the basketball program. All right. Well, you know, these are kids that are playing basketball. And I often, you know, kind of hold back a real, you know, strong opinion. You know, like when, when the University of Maryland lost to Rutgers, mm-hmm. you know, those are kids that played their asses off. They just didn't hit any shots. The effort was there. Everything was there. We lost, and Rutgers made us look bad. I didn't come in here the next morning and start screaming about the University of Maryland basketball team and Kevin Willard and everything well, else. It's impossible to compare because that's the only thing that's going on up there is Syracuse basketball. So if you're doing a sports talk show in Syracuse, you got to talk about Syracuse basketball, and you got to talk about it in a way that's interesting to people. No, I know that. If you want to get on Jim Beheim, the coach, that's a different well, I story. I think he has, though. All right, but, all right, that's a different story because he's a professional. He's making millions of dollars. He's brought millions of dollars to Syracuse, I understand all that. So there's that dynamic there. And he's the one that can be criticized, if you will, because he's the professional. These other kids are kids. Yeah, I don't. There's nowhere in this story or the boss said of the radio station or Brent Axe boss said that he was too critical of the student athletes. And he could have very easily said that. And he did not. Is basically Beheim. And Beheim said earlier this year in a press conference that the only consistent criticism that he's gotten throughout the year was from a local talk show host. And it had to be this guy. All right. So you know what that is then? That that is completely spineless leadership at the radio station. Oh yeah, that's exactly what that is. So because he's been up there for how long? How's, how long has he been doing it? Uh, he's had been full time there since 2014, and he's been doing shows even prior to that. Oh my God, come on! I mean, it's just spineless leadership. What can I tell you? So the it's Galaxy is the name of the company. So the right. president and CEO is Ed Levine, who's personal friends with Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim has a deal with Galaxy Media to do interviews on the radio station and apparently is also an investor in this Galaxy Media. So that's another big part of What's the guy's name? Uh, Ed Levine. Yeah, Ed Levine's a, a weak-ass, spineless leader is what he is. Yeah, couldn't and, agree and more. He's, and he's being you know, told what to do by Jim Beheim because Jim Beheim doesn't like the criticism. I'm yeah. sorry, that's, that's exactly what that is. So he goes, and this is, he doesn't even hide it. This guy, Ed Levine. I had a problem with the content of the show, Levine said. I'm an SU fan. I'm sorry, but I bleed orange. I'm not going to apologize for that. And I think a fair reading of the orange is appropriate. I understand that Galaxy has a business relationship with Syracuse, that Coach Bayheim and I are personal friends, and he's an investor in my company. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's what Syracuse fans want to hear. 
He said that the tone became overly dark and negative. And what what are the so what's the blowback? Everybody thinks that this is at least the we, we, we do. I mean, I, I we think it's most wrong. people think everybody what about in the his media listenership visit? up there. See, I, that I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I any sponsors pull out any of that kind of crap. See that that I don't know. I don't I don't know yet, and I don't know if he was successful as far as ratings and revenue or any of that stuff. But none of that's in there. And if he wasn't successful, Ed Levine could have just been like, "Listen, he's not bringing in any money." There's no ratings, and we're moving on. He could have said that. Well, at least he was honest and told you why he did what he did, and why he did what he did shows you how spineless he is. Yeah. You know, he should have, should have went to Jim Beheim and said, look, man, there's a thing that's called freedom of speech. You know, you're getting paid $10 million a year. You know, take take your criticism and just be like a man. And I don't, you know, look, I, I remember there were guys in Cincinnati that when I played there, especially towards the first part of when I played there, my final year so mm-hmm. and we weren't playing well and i took a, to- a ton of heat you know but it's like when you take the heat you know it's just part of like this business it's a part of the world of sports and entertainment and that people get paid to give opinions behind these microphones sure of course and that guy you know you could say he got negative well hey you fired or or jim Beheim stepped down maybe because of this guy <laughs> it could be in part yes al this name was ringing a bell. I remember Howard Stern yelling about a guy, Ed Levine, up in Albany, and I confirmed, same dude. Really? Same All dude. these years ago. Spineless. 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 Wow. Okay, there you go. Man, I'm tell you. man. Show, yeah. some, show some nads. I do have to say that I know sometimes our partners won't be thrilled with what we say about a team, you know, and the, sometimes that happens, but never once have we been told by our bosses you can't say something about a team, which is which is great for and, us. And we, and, and we have deals with teams. We have deals. Right. We had to deal with the Giants. We have deals with Yankees, the Mets. I mean, you know, come on. Yeah, the only thing that's ever been told to me is don't make it personal about anybody. If you're talking about the team, you Brian Cashman sucks. <laughs> you no, can no, say that, anything you want about the that's team. That's me. That's me mocking the, the Yankee fans. <laughs> yes, right. Saying, saying. Brian Cashman sucks. Yeah, see? Adding the context. So yeah, I feel bad for this guy. And the other thing. So I guess he also writes for Syracuse.com. So he does have a, and they're not affiliated with this Galaxy Media. So he still does have a job there. But you know, if you're living in Syracuse, I don't know if he's got a family up there. Whatever his kids are in school, that's got to be the only radio station that you can work for up there. And now he's 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 been squeezed out of that because he was too negative, and Jim Beheim wanted him fired. And somebody will take the job because it's probably a pretty good job in Syracuse. Oh I yeah, imagine right? It's afternoon drive. Yeah, I mean, it's Syracuse. On, yeah, I mean, it's just just pathetic, absolutely pathetic. And Jim Beheim just looks so bad. And by the way, like he's apparently he's going to be hosting shows, Jim Beheim, by himself. On this radio station, other Galaxy Media Networks. That's what Ed Levine said in a Facebook post. Like, he's going to even be uh, hosting shows on his own. He goes, he may even host his own sports talk show occasionally. And what a bubble that is. He goes, alert the media that James Arthur Bayheim is threatening to become part of the media. I mean, come on. So this guy who hates the media all of a sudden now is going to be a part of it. And he's firing people that disagree with him and criticize him. I mean, th- really, this- what he should have done is gone on the afternoon drive show with uh, this 
this uh, guy. Uh, yeah, and he might have in the past. No, but they should have made a show together. The, I, that would right. That would be the most entertaining thing. Exactly. But of course not. You know, you can't. Well, Syracuse just you can't. That, that's why Jim Beheim acts the way he acts is because nobody challenges him up there. It's a bubble. Yeah, exactly. So and then the student people, the kids from uh, whatever the name, what's it, Newhouse. Yeah. You know, they'll challenge him a little bit in these press conferences, and then he'll slap them down. It's like anybody who goes after him or has gone after him in any way that's fair criticism gets slapped around and then brent axe gets fired here it's it's pathetic ed levine spineless jellyfish pathetic and it doesn't surprise me at all that he's the same guy in radio and in media that howard stern was yelling about because these guys don't change what was howard yelling about Howard was doing a show from the backstage at the grammys or something and this guy was there too and they were he was trying to block Howard from getting guests. Oh, he's, like, yeah. so like Howard feels yeah. like he's kind of greasy. Yeah, he was greasy. Little greasy, so little, one of those little greasy little nerdy guys yeah. that, that run around saying, no, you can't do that, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah okay. And that was Got probably it. Howard Stern in his prime, too. Oh, yeah, crazy, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, in this, early 90s. Yeah, like so Ed Levine's taking on Howard Stern in his prime. Yeah, smart. This guy, this guy really has not made a lot of good decisions in his radio career. So I don't know. He's probably got a bunch of people patting him on the back that are friends with Bayheim and some little big circle. You know what? That's probably what's going on. But most people think that he's a spineless jellyfish loser. Especially with the way that this story is presented. It's not presented in a way where, you know, this, what's his name, the radio host? Brent Axe. All right, so Brent Axe, you know, showed up every day for work. Did everything he was supposed to do. Wasn't on drugs. Wasn't missing an action. No. Any of that, none of that stuff is a part of this story. Yeah. The only thing that's a part of this story is that this Levine character is talking about how Jim Beheim invested into Galaxy Media, his company. Mm-hmm. And Jim Beheim's coming to the radio station to do some radio shows or something. And because he and Jim Beheim are friends and Jim's a partner, that they have to fire this Brent Axe. That's what it is. Yeah. This is pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic. And Brent Axe said, if anything, the amount of interaction we've received this season validated the desire of the audience to speak their mind in that forum. Based on the feedback I've received, there wasn't a lack of interest in the show. There you go. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 